goes up, must come down. What's happening? How y'all been? Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Little BST, little blood, sweat, and tears. Everything good? Business good? 2023 treating you good so far for the first few days? Hopefully. Everything's good on our end. We got customers. We're making money. We're pushing metal. Meeting new people, meeting new friends. Everything is good, man. Everything is really good. Thanks for asking. We're going to change where I live. I put a little uh, petition in to change Orange County into Tes- Tesla City. Tesla freaking city because, oh my God, there are so many Teslas here and it's just becoming more and more and more. We had one day, my son was freaking out. He was helping us out, Hunter. We had five Teslas pull up in a row. Not all together, but over the course of about three or four hours. It was Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. It was just like the Jetsons. If you've ever watched the, the cartoon, The Jetsons, where they all had the same flying contraption cards, it's what it was. It was like, holy crap. There's a lot of good money here. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. It's just, and I, like I said, I'm thankful for it because those cars, I like working on them. I know them well. The, I guess the one thing I, I don't like to work on them, you have to be very careful the power cords and everything and the, the high tension cables. But just by the charge port on the driver's side, the rear, the driver's side tail light, that area in that quarter pounder, you got to be careful. But for the most part, nah, they're nice cars. Paint, metal is pretty favorable. There are a few spots. The Model S by the door handles, those little motors and shit in the way, that kind of sucks balls. But beyond that, nah, Teslas are, I like them. Me likey a Tesla. But anyway, so I, I, guys, I had, I appreciate, There's, I get a lot of feedback from you guys. And not everybody, but some people, I, I, I do appreciate the, um, the dialogue. I appreciate the questions, comments, suggestions. I'm always, guys, I'm not, just because I'm 30 years in doesn't mean I, think I'm king shit. I'm not. I'm always getting better and better. This podcast is grassroots. We don't even have, I mean, I play this music. It sounds like it's probably come through an AM radio before. We're not editing it in. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's raw. That'll be a friendly way of putting it. So I appreciate when people hit me up and either ask questions or they give me feedback about the podcast. Thank you. Hey, I'd like you to see you interview this. I'd like you to do that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, would you lick my toes? Stuff, all kinds of weird things. And I, you know, thank you for the feedback, you know, and the, and the weird stuff. So, moving on. The most common thing, uh, well, even jumping ahead. I, I've had a couple students, especially my last student, and then a couple, um, I guess you'd say veteran techs. They, they're like five-year guys. They're like, you know, what do you see is a common thread through the newbies and the techs who are, you know, three, four, five years in that they struggle with. And, and I had to think about it for a while. Like, I mean, like at least 30 or 40 seconds. And I sat down. It was longer than that, by the way. I'm being facetious. But it was. I sat down, pad and paper, and I said, you know what? A few people hit me up on this. Let's do, let's do a deep dive. So I did some notes and found a few things. But then I thought, you know, this one thing is just about everybody. I go, so let's talk about it. And that one thing, it's not, it's not a, a, a mistake that people are making. It's not... Uh, you know, a business strategic thing. It's a human condition thing. And it's a character trait overall is what it is. And it's fear. Everybody at some point in their career, at some trajectory, deals with fear. And some people, a lot of us deal with it on a daily basis. 
you know? It's just it's us being human beings. You know, we're not robots. And in some ways, that's bad. And I'll talk about that. Um, so, so what do we fear? We, we, we fear a lot of different things. And unfortunately, even though the fear is, is uh, it's, it's often just phantoms. It's ghosts. They, they, these fears are not about reality. But it doesn't matter because perception is reality. So in our mind, we feel it's, it's real, right? It's like in the Matrix when those guys are plugged into the Matrix and they're just watching a video game effectively, but there's blood coming out of their mouth because they believe they just got punched or kicked, you know? Well, that's kind of like what this is about. This is, this is the fear, you know, like we're all inside the matrix. So, so one of the biggest things that, that, that I did some studies on and in, in just in the, the business, you know, ether, if you, if you will, is the fear of failing in the, in the eyes of others. In the, in the eyes of others, meaning the people who we give a shit about, our moms, our dads, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, kids, you know, people who are close and near and dear to our hearts, right? So it, it, it's about not living up to what uh, we want to be as represented. You know, we, we want to be viewed as maybe not a hero or, or just some crazy stuff, but just, just somebody successful and, and, and doing their job, hardworking, whatever, you know, caring. And at the end of the day, it's your life. We were all born. And once we were born, we were given the, the keys to the castle. In other words, we're not, we don't have to play by what mom and dad or whoever, whoever else projects on us. Man, man, your wife says you always need to go to school and become a med student, but you never wanted to. Then don't do it. It's your fucking life. You know, same with your dad. Your dad always said you're never going to be amount to a hill of beans unless you go to college. Well, that's not really true. You and I know that. You know, if, regardless if you win or not. There's a lot of different ways to be successful, and, and success is based upon what you feel about it, it is not what others. And it's so it's so freaking hard because a lot of us care. We just care too much about other shit that's external. And like I said, it's like ghosts. So let's get into this a little bit deeper and then we'll we'll talk about some some opportunities to rise above. So basic here's a short list of types of fears and, and fe- common fears throughout people that are in business. Number one is the fear of overall failing, all right? A lot of times people, students won't even sign up for, for PDR because they're happy doing whatever little their job they're doing because PDR is hard and they've heard it's hard and that means it's a chance of failing. And yeah, people fail in, our, in my class. It just happens. So another one is fear of change. People are comfortable. A lot of people don't like change. I don't want change. I'm older. I'm in my 40s, whatever. And I like watching Jeopardy and having macaroni and cheese and you know, and doing my, my UPS job or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good for them, right? But if they want to grow, sometimes change is going to be good. The fear of taking risks. Okay, that could be either before getting into the PDR business. It could be during. We just podcasted about taking risks, either being a bunter or a home run hitter. You're not going to have home run results bunting. That means if you don't take a little bit of risk, you're not going to get great benefits typically. You're going to have an average business. Okay. The fear of uncertainty kind of goes back to risk, right? You know, there is no proof. You know, I mean, you, there, there are so many great, great people of our generation and before and, and even coming up through now. And there will be in the future that they didn't worry about failure. They viewed failure as a good thing. That meant they were swinging for the fence. And baseball players are that way. If they admired, my son was so good at this. He didn't, I mean, I was, I was horrible about it when he'd play, but I was, he was great. He'd strike out maybe twice, and then he'd get one or two hits. 
that's success. Even though he has, he's got a, a below 500 you know, success rate. In business, I mean, people would think of that as shitty. I mean, Thomas Edison, what was it, like 900-some iterations until he finally found the right filament for a light bulb? He didn't call that failure. I mean, yeah, it was 900 times, 900 changed times he failed, but then he got one right? That's called win. But he had to be good with failing a shit ton of times, and that's what this is all about. Okay, going down the list. Fear of not being good enough. Yeah, that's, a, that's directly quoting our, basically getting to our families. Fear of letting others down, same thing. We're worried about other people instead of ourselves. And then success-related fear. What am I going to do if? Projecting into the future again, right? Guys, consider this. What? And We're in the world of AI right now. Have you guys heard about a, a thing called Chat GPT-3? This thing is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You need to check it out. It, it's a conversational app that... That it's so damn good that you will swear you're talking to an intelligent human being, not a robot. So let's just say all of a sudden, two, a mile from your front door of your where you live or your business, a robot opens up a PR business and he hires a tech and he runs the management and the administration and everything except what a human being has to do. Maybe face-to-face, -face, takes the keys, yeah, but all the texting and everything is done by the by the robot. You know, the invoicing, everything, the estimating, robot, robot, robot. The only thing that needs to be done is the actual dents pushed out by a human being, and maybe just greeting the customer when they come in. Hey, how are you? No, that wasn't that wasn't me talking to you. That that was my assistant, Ernie. And the little that they know is Ernie's sitting there right inside of that freaking computer. Okay, who's going to be more successful? Assuming that the tech is average to good you or the ai robot business of course the ai robot business is going to be better because they're not mired in the bullshit that slows us down every day or semi-regularly with fears and emotions tiger woods was i'm not gonna say is i'm gonna say was a fantastic golfer because if you ever watch him the guy was raised to be pretty much like a robot emotionless and yeah, it was probably at the end of the end of his career, he let some emotion come in, and that's when things kind of hit the fan. But prior to all the bullshit and the drama he had, that guy was a machine. And because he acted like a machine and lived like a machine, he had the success of a machine. Okay, that's that's just crazy, but it's just it's just the way it is. And no, we don't need to be machines, but we just need to be better at managing our feelings. You know, and another thing is many business owners fear money. They fear not having enough. They fear losing it, not making enough in the future. It's always about the future, you know. And then some owners fear they're missing out, which I do that all the time. It's like, hey, am I not doing enough? I, I feel that I'm missing out, you know. It, it's crazy. And here's a question, guys. How do most successful PDR companies, most, the big ones, make more money than you? I'm talking about the big boys. The guys that are, you know, half a million dollars, a million dollars up plus a year. I'll tell you how they do it. And it, it's, it's, it's more simple than you think. Number one, they choose the right customers. They fire the wrong ones and they choose the right ones. Okay, you have full control of or over who your customers are. They either do volume or they do high ticket transactions. And they don't do volume big smashes typically, and they don't do uh, 
volume like small dance. Okay, the only reason they would do volume small dance would be let's say like hail or rental rental cars like in mass, but they're not going to be doing you know ten dollar or a hundred dollar retail dance typically. If you do the math, you've got a few people. That's typically not how wealth is made in the PDR business. So how question is how can you get there? How can you iterate? How can you change to get more of what they do? Once again, it's pretty damn simple. Get your Crayola out, start scribbling on that little napkin, okay? Write customers, fire, get rid of the shitty ones, the cheap ones. There's no reason so somebody should come in with a beat up piece of shit who you know is not, even if they have the money, they're not, it wouldn't make sense for them to put it in. Get that person out of your face as fast as possible. $2,000. What do you mean? I haven't even talked to you. I know, but that just looks like about two grand. Oh, well, shit. All right. Well, I didn't think it was going to be that much. Okay. You know, thanks so much for coming in. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. When I get somebody texting me and it's an old piece of shit and it's got a smashed up, like body damaged car, I don't say I can't estimate or this and that there. I just tell them, you know, you're looking anywhere between two and five grand. Because that way I know I'm just going to shake the leaves off the tree. That They're not looking for the amount of money that that I'm talking about and I'm not looking for them. There are the types of customers that you know and if you don't, you damn well should and those are the ones you need to go after. So pick the right customer avatar. And volume is hail or auction or rentals. Volume is not retail. It really isn't. When I say I'm not, I'm t you don't need to do 10 cars a day. Okay, and you're probably not gonna get 10 cars a day anyway. That's just not the way it works. Retail is not about volume, guys. Retail is high ticket. You think I'm wrong? I'll tell you what. Go to the Paul Corden Facebook page and look at what people are posting on there, the people that are successful and have nice shops, and see how many $200 door dings you're seeing people post up. It's, that's not the way to make money in this business. Okay, You can swim with the guppies or you can swim with whales. It's your choice, all your choice. Have a systematic pricing and an estimating procedure. And you're going to bank. You will. And don't forget, marketing is, is what's going to drive the proper avatar leads. Okay, You're targeting the right, the right customer. And you're going to stay away from those little guys. Have the proper ads. Have the proper keywords. Everything. And this is, this is a saying I heard the other day. I kind of liked it, so I, I gleaned it. Marketing is just a fancy nine-letter word for the word test. It just means test. Okay, you're not going to know right out of the gate what's going to work. Be willing to take some risks. It's the way it works. It is. Test a lot. That also means measure, by the way, ways, guys. You can't change what you don't measure. You know, even offline, online and offline, right? All that is what we do. That's marketing. People use marketing like it's some. I don't know, mysterious, deep, deep dive phrase, catchphrase, you know, it's, it's just not. So what kind of, what kind of measuring? Okay, your website and your business, you could do A-B, you know, testing or multivariate where you, you compare different things. Hey, you know what? I was thinking about doing touch-up and I was thinking about doing wheels. All right, why don't you do, do wheels and touch-up for one month each and then compare. That's an A-B test. Also, you could do it on your website, okay? You know, I, I tried this one phrase. I'm going to try the other one now and see what works. Usability testing, content testing, incrementally testing. 
test the entire customer's user journey. Okay, so let's say they text me, and then I give them an estimate, and then they maybe come in, and maybe do the repair. So those are things you could do. And then change that customer journey and say, you know what? No, we aren't doing texts. We're doing phone calls, and then they meet with me, and then we close, and they do the service. That's just one example of different tests you could do along the customer service journey, which will bring you more money. Who, who does this kind of work, Brian? Who does this kind of testing? I'll give one example. Cheesecake Factory improved eh, 4% in 2022. Okay, 4% over 784 million gross is substantial. That's substantial. I think it's roughly, let's see, 10% would be 7 mil. No, it'd be 78 mil, excuse me. So half of that is about what? 36, 37 million. So call it 30 million more. That's a lot of money. Okay. And that's because they, they tested a shit ton. Cheesecake knows what the fuck you want. And they know what my, they know what I want. My family. I think out of all that money, I think 5% of that was my family. I, I'm halfway joking. We go there all the time. Cheesecake's awesome. How did they do it? They surveyed a ton. They know what you like. They know you like the bread. Have you been there? Have you been to a cheesecake? They're nationwide. They know you like the fresh, high-quality ice water. And, of course, you dig that massive freaking booklet menu. You're going to find something you like there, cheesecake. So is Uncle Bill and Aunt Sally and little, little Muffy, your little cousin on the spectrum or whatever. I don't know. Everybody's going to be happy. Because it's cheesecake and they give a damn. So, what's all this about? It's about fear. It's about learning to care about what's best for you and not worry about others. And it's tough. It is tough. I'm not saying it's easy. But at some point, you got to drive the boat. You just got to drive the boat and not worry about the sharks in the water and the other people on the boat. Let them just put your earbuds in, listen to some music, cool in the gang, whatever you like. Metallica, Bach, I don't care. And enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Take risks. Do things for your business. Grow. Think about that AI robot computer that would be kicking your ass and where you could be if you acted like the robot. It's okay to have emotion, but they should be good emotions, right? And then you can get, get places. It's hard, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Fear has gripped me and... Throughout my years, over, over and over again, just oh my gosh. And I, I get it. I, I've heard these stories of moms and dads projecting and what they want us to be or do versus just saying, "I want you to be happy and be healthy, and you do what you want to do. You do you." You know, as as they say, those kids. You know, it's it's reality. You know, it's not ghosts. It's not phantoms. Just take care of yourself. Just be happy, man. And just there's just so much upside. Your business will flourish because of that. So anyway, that's it, guys. Enough rambling out of me, man. I appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I love all you guys, man. I appreciate your ear your earballs and your eyeballs and all the balls, man. Just thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so, so much. Have yourself a great, great, great day. And yeah, we're gonna have one more podcast this Friday. We're marching through. I think we're we're over 750 episodes right now. 
believe it. Craziness. Won't go on forever, but I like doing it right now. So let's, let's keep rocking. Trying to build better businesses for all of us, man. My business, your business, Uncle Tubby's, everybody. Even Tubby deserves a better business. So Tubby, good luck to you, man. Thanks so much for everybody listening. Appreciate your time. We will catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.